What it do, what it do. It's your cousin, your homegirl, your friend, your auntie. Nah, we ain't gonna put the auntie category. But you know who it is. It's your girl, Jess Be Real. Welcome back for another dope episode of Jess Be Real Podcast. Today, you're about to get into something that I feel is very controversial. But you know me, I love conflict. When it's properly done. So, enough of me chatting. Let's get real. What's going on, fam? Bam! Yes, it's your girl, Jess Beaveril, back with you again for another one of the realest episodes. As I've always said, this is a podcast that's here for to take you with the Hillman vibes, just with a 21st century twist, because y'all know my obsession with a different world. <clears throat> And yes, it is that an obsession. It's not even nothing remotely far. And I am a huge fan of a different world and that will never change. But besides the point, what brings us here today is something that I feel is, like I said prior, controversial. It is something that a lot of people are going to be like, Jess, are you really going to ride the fence? Jess, are you really about to sit here and talk about this and really have full dialogue on such a controversial topic? And if you're thinking... Well, this is Jess. What, what else do we expect? You are absolutely right. I am the one that likes to talk about the things that people don't like to talk about. Hence what this whole podcast was created on. Just Be Real podcast, which means to just be real, which is a play on words. Just be real about it. Things we don't discuss in the black culture, things we don't discuss in society because I am a black woman, can't speak for nobody else and how they're living their lives. So this is mainly dedicated to my people, for them to have a safe space, for me to share stories, share insight and share upcoming, you know, black successful people. Um, thus far, anybody who's been on this podcast has been nothing less than dope. I've had some amazing people on here share some amazing stories that mostly don't have a voice that they get to be able to use or a platform. Businesses as well. So, at this point, if you're still here or you're just joining, I'm letting you know where you're at because we are definitely deep into season four, about to be moving on to season five. Surprisingly, I know, but that's really what's about to happen because... The way these episodes be coming out, we're only a year and going on year two. We are already about to be into season five. Like, it's crazy. And I didn't even believe it. I didn't think, honestly, I'm going to be keeping 100 with y'all. And I know this is far off topic. I didn't expect me to be this consistent. So, I mean, I did, but I didn't. And let, me, and let me break that down for you. I expected to be consistent, but not this consistent because in the same token, there's been so much life and transitioning happening with my life in the last almost year and a half of me having this podcast because it'll be a year and a half next month, year and a half of having this podcast that I didn't think I'd be consistent. But little do y'all know, this podcast has been such a great release through the pandemic on top of transition of life woes and life greatnesses. So it's great to talk on here with y'all. And I'll discuss, I'll tell y'all a little more about that later down the line um, when, you know, I'm fully in bloom to be the butterfly I want to be or I'm supposed to be. But it's important to have a great positive outlet. Um, and that's what this podcast has been for me. So the bonuses, the, you know, the episodes where y'all only mainly been hearing my voice. Um, it's not been that many guests is purposely done because it's my podcast. I don't have a co-host for a reason. You feel me? Guest, yes. Co-host, no. And probably never will because the way I'm set up, I can work with somebody with dialogue, but I'm just a person who has fluid dialogue within itself that I can, you know, do what I do and I do what I do. You feel me? But nonetheless, back on topic, today's 
conversation is pretty much going to be uh, called a you problem isn't an us problem. I'll repeat that for y'all again. A you problem isn't a us problem. And this topic is mainly for people or discussions for, you know, people who like to pour their perspectives, their their thought processes or their beef or their issues with someone else onto you because they're not mature enough to have enough emotional intelligence to deal with their own internal issues that they have with that one person. So they bring you in as a buffer to kind of be like a support system, quote unquote, unofficially. So if a you problem isn't a us problem, that therefore means whatever issue you got with somebody else is between you and them. With me, with them and I, it just, If there's no issue that I've been able to arise on our occasion, I'm not taking it personal. Especially, nonetheless, to say that is because given somebody can tell me something somebody's done to them, and I'm going to keep it stored in my schema, but I'm not going to sit here and ostracize somebody because they did something to you. Because, again, like people always say, certain people bring certain things out of certain people. And I'm a firm believer of that because when people are like, oh, Jess, you be real, very talkative when you're around this person, or you're very quiet when you're around that person, or you got all the jokes for days and just feel like it's, you know, just a free spirit with that person. Guess what? Or they'll be like, oh, yo, Jess, you're a bitch. Guess what? Believe everything. Believe everything you hear about me. Because the thing about it is I have different comfort levels with different people. So there's levels to this shit. Okay, there's levels to this shit. Um, And I'm saying that in a way (laughs) with Amanda Seals. Um, There's levels to this shit because the some people, people I just met, you're going to get Jessica. And I'm going to tell you to call me Jessica because I don't know you like that. And you don't get the privilege to call me Jess because you don't know me like that. And Jess is a privilege to be able to be called for you to call me and... Other than that, if you don't call, if I don't tell you to call me Jess or Jessica, um, that means just call me homie because you don't even get to address me by my name that, that my parents gave me. You don't get that privilege. Okay. At work, I make them call me Jessica. You will never know me on that level. Do not call me Jess. Call me Jessica. But anybody that I'm familiar with, that's like family, friends, close friends, you know, my peoples, if they call me Jessica, I'm smooth ignoring them because it's like, who is that? Y'all know me. Stop playing with me. And it's funny I said that because um, Amanda literally just posted not too long ago something about like, oh, y'all got to stop calling me Mans. That's a family nickname. I don't, that's not for people who don't know me. My name is Amanda. And that's how I feel. My name's not Jess. It's Jessica. Those, Jess is for family and friends, for people who know me. Actually, Jess, Jessmica is what they call me. Long story, don't ask. And don't ever call me Jesse. Jesse is my grandfather. I think there's only one person I've ever let call me Jesse. And that was by default because I love them that much and they're so close to me. I'm like, you know what? You're the only person to get this pass. Okay? Period. So that's that's just that's something we got to clarify. But don't ever call me Jess if I don't know you like that. That's that's where it is bomb. Like, cause I smooth will look at you like, who are you talking to? Like, there's levels to this. So yes, believe anything you hear about me because real talk, I might I might be a bitch because I might come off to them in their perspective. Mind you, I'm doing air quotes. I I think I've been doing a lot of those lately. 
Um, I might be a bitch to them because I don't speak or I don't give them the energy they feel that they deserve because their energy is off and I'm just being observant and watching in the background. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm a very observant person and I'm very aware of my surroundings. And I'm thankful for my mom and my dad exposing me as so much, I guess you say, culture and information and news and having me in these accelerated classes growing up as a kid. Because my my, my perspective, <clears throat> especially being in the gifted program at such a young age, like I was literally doing college calculus in like the fourth grade. <laughs> So talk about a blurred. It is me. I am she. I am the blurred. So I literally carry that knowing I was gifted, being in the advanced accelerator programs, never want to skip a grade. My mom wanted me to still go with my normal grades. So yes, I could have skipped grades. My mom was like, nah, I want her to be with the grade in her age group because I think it's imperative for her growth, for her to know that it's okay to be special and different and be an individual and still have to not you know, conform to a whole nother niche, even though that's where you should be. But I want you to be with your peers. And I'm grateful she did that because I feel like I would have missed out on a lot of experience. Already bad enough, my birthday's at the end of August. So I'd just be making the cutoff for, for, for school that year. Um, but having me into programs like that and actually in extracurriculars that built my emotional intelligence, my mental intelligence, especially, you know, my philosophical intelligence, you know, my educational intelligence. It was my knowledge. It was imperative for me because I feel like a lot of who I am came from those basic roots and foundations of having the broader spectrum that a lot of black kids have the capacity to be on, but dumb themselves down because it's not cool to be smart. So that's when I be talking my shit. I talk my shit with confidence. <laughs> so yes. So when people come for me and you in my space, you know that real talk, you better come with your facts, come correct or don't come at all. Literally, that's on my lot. That's on one of my my cut my my uh my Letterman jacket for Delta. Step to me correct or don't step at all. I literally live by that in my everyday life because don't come to me with no half behind information. Don't come with me with no subpar information. Don't come to me with no mediocrity because I'm not a mediocre chick. Okay. In T-Way. Yes, but don't make it a us problem. So I'm going to give you a scenario. Y'all know I've been in Charlotte about a few years now, you know, living out here. You know, it's, it's an adjustment. I'm still the same homebody homie I was when I was home. In Delaware, <laughs> when I was back, and I stayed home in Delaware because I became my second home. Like I was there for ten years, went to school and stayed there literally from 08 to twenty eighteen. So that's my second home. Um, was back in Delaware, so it's like I've been out here a few years now. They always say the transition is always a w different transition, especially when you go to a place you have no family, no friends. That's when you know you're a true warrior. Shout out to me and shout out to those people who literally have picked up, left home, moved to an area where they have no familiarity, no friends, and literally have made a life of something and literally have made moves. That's what we do over here, okay? Um, and I just got the privilege and honor of having my sis, Rhea, shout out to Rhea, come down this year to come join the girl. So some familiarity from back home is what I love. I absolutely love it. Um, and if you're, if I'm not with her, I'm with my other home girl. And if I'm not with her, I'm literally to myself because I have a social media that is so minute that I'm so self-aware, <clears throat> excuse me, that I can't just be around any and everybody, but you know, but for so much. 
And it's football season, and I be wanting to watch the games because I'm an Eagles fan. But it'd be so hard because we're in the South. But today, it's about to be on the popping, nonetheless. Um, but it's just crazy because um, I've been in situations where people, where they made a you problem and us problem. I'm like, I don't got issues. So I'll give y'all the first example. So one of one of my ex my ex friends and one of my cool homegirls that I call my sis, um, they had an issue way back in college. So there was a dude, a mutual dude to this day, I still fucking can't stand, who literally was going through all of my friends and mooching off of them, but whole time was with my ex-friend as an official titled relationship. Now, there were four people involved that I, out of the girls that, my ex, that this dude was messing with that I knew personally, and I was actually in the rooms and would see this nigga there. So for me, it was it was but so much that it was a thin line of loyalty because I don't know you, don't care about you, but I'm not going to tell the other girls about the current girl you're with. I'm going to just tell them to watch their back that he ain't loyal. So this one dude legit was dating one of my ex-close friends at the time. And I say ex-close friends because I want to make it real clear. I don't associate with this person. No longer. Um, me and my ex-close friends, they were he was dealing with her. And I guess her and the other girl... I actually knew they were cool, but they weren't as invested as this one other girl, the other girl that, you know, I was cool with. So we're just going to came X as my ex-friend and um, A as the girl who was pretty much the main, main invested chick. C and D were around and D was dumb enough to pay their tuition, but C was giving them a place to stay. As opposed as X, which is the friend, had pretty much let the motherfucker move in. While A was still dealing with this person. So it was a little clusterfuck of some bullshit. Okay. Typical nigga. This is really should have been on some Jerry Springer shit. So while this nigga is driving X's car to still go see A and C and D. Um, A, A and X had a little tension that happened. Now, mind you, X is a little bit closer to me and there's more ties to us. But I won't say it because it'll be kind of obvious for people who probably who probably would have listened to this podcast that went to school with us. So I'm not going to sit here and air that out like that. And plus, I'm not going to air my sis out like that, which is A, because that's none of y'all business. So A and X literally pretty much were pretty much very invested. So A found out about X. X found out about A. A and X was going at it whole time. They had like their own little controversy and confrontation, their little beef. And for me, like I said, it was a little beef. I don't know the specifics because it was so fucking long ago. I really could care less about it. It's just the principle of me trying to give y'all a freaking example of where I'm going with this whole podcast. So A had an issue with X. X had an issue with A over this nigga. The nigga's a fuck boy anyway. Mind you, the nigga had a whole baby on all of them. That nobody even knew about. So let's talk about that in T motherfucking way. Um. So the situation with A and X, they had a little little tension. I'll yeah, we'll put it like that. It was tension. So every time we go to homecoming, it'll be a little bit of tension because I was cool with A, but X is one of my closest friends. And X and A, especially when it comes to a nigga, I will stand ten toes on this, and y'all can feel however y'all don't want to feel. But talk to me about how y'all feel about this. If there's a nigga involved and y'all are two females 
And I'm close with y'all. I was close with y'all before this nigga even entered into the picture. Or I was cool with y'all before this nigga entered the picture. You're not going to force me to choose sides. I'm sorry. It's just not going to fucking happen. You got an issue with A, then I just know not to bring up A around X. A, you got an issue with X, I just know how to bring up X around A. Like, I'm separating church and state because I was cool with both of y'all before this motherfucker came and fucked up the whole feng shui of where y'all can't even be in the same vicinity at the present moment. So I just think it's dumb because at that point... You're not going to force my hand. And I don't like, baby don't like to be back into a corner. Word on bond. So that's between y'all. Y'all figure that shit out. And I think it would make an ex mad because I was still cool with A. But A ain't done shit to me. Again, a you problem isn't a us problem. Especially when it comes to y'all fighting over dick. Are y'all dumb? Like, some community dick. Literally, community dick. Like, y'all not about to have me sever ties with bonds because of some community dick over a nigga I don't even like. Real, real talk. Like, and was and swung on before. Let's talk real shit. Yes, I swung on him. Because he was dating X, for real, and did some wild shit. That's beside the point. But I will never let dick be an intertwined between friendships. Especially when it has nothing to do with me and it's not the dick that I'm actually sharing. So I could care less. But I feel like that's a, that's a thin line. And I guess also we were kids in college. You don't have the distinction to know that a you problem isn't an us problem. Like, there's nothing wrong with holding people down when it's ten toes when they're in the wrong. Like, when X was dating this dude and homeboy put his hands on her and I'm going to swing on you because you're not going to do that shit in front of me. That's different. A you problem becomes an us problem then because that's a loyalty factor. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like bows before hoes. Okay. But when it comes to another female, another black female, I'm not inter- I'm not intersecting in that. Because I'm going to hold this nigga accountable on his shit. But y'all need to be holding him accountable. Don't hold me accountable to have to make a decision when he should have been the one making the fucking decision. Okay? Thank you. So, it's been a, that's been a trans... That's been a tension. So, even years later, I want to say there's still some tension. Um, Not more so on A, because A don't really give a fuck. Um, X, who really knows? Because, again, I don't fuck with them. But they've tried to make their way into social media graces. A is not with the shits. And I don't blame A because A is like me. A is amazing. Because um, we share the same sun sign. So, A is amazing. Um, but, no, real all around, A is a dope-ass person with a very good spirit. And I don't know what fully transpired. Like I said, it's not my business. Or do I give a fuck? Because it's not my us. It's not an us problem. But I can see where A would feel some type of way because... X was always wild doing some OD wild shit. And listen, it is what it is. I've told X about this to their face. So it's not nothing fucking new. But there's still a little bit of tension there. And I think it's because it's the principality of how shit transpired. Again, me and X were still close over the years. And me and A have grown closer throughout the years. Um, and that never changed because, again, I'm, you're not going to force me to tell me who the fuck I can hang with who I can't. Because y'all have a discrepancy over some dick. Not going to happen. I'm that friend. So, I mentioned, I never mentioned A around X, and I never mentioned X around A. Why? Because it's not my business. It's just not. Like, why make things uncomfortable? Because then that's when, that's when it goes from being a neutral party where you stand your ground to being an instigator and, and stirring shit up. And I know somebody who's stirring shit up, which segues way into my next part of a, a you problem is an us problem. So, there are another, this is another scenario where there's, a, B, and me. Okay? So, like I said, I moved to Charlotte. A is a person who I've known for a long time. And B is somebody I met when I got to Charlotte, but kind of had an idea who they were because we were following each other on social media, but we were never close. So, A introduces me to B and was like, yo, 
Jess is down there. Can you look out for her? She's new to the area. I know you out there. Can you look out? So I guess, you know, A told B, B reached out to me. Now, my thing is, if you don't have good graces with this person, and this person is not somebody you close with, don't put me in their atmosphere, put them in my aura or in my, my vibe, try to throw them in my frequency. Because if you're not close with so-and-so and y'all don't have a real rapport relationship and I come to find out later down the line, you have an issue with B, don't fucking put me in no mucky shit. Like don't muddle my whole aura of me trying to build and transition into a new life. Like to me, that's messy as fuck. And I feel like A should be held accountable for that shit, which I've held a accountable which is why me and a don't even talk anymore but nonetheless i don't talk to b neither <laughs> um held a accountable for that shit because that shit is some fucked up shit to put somebody in especially when they're in a new area and they're literally moving in the area where they're not too familiar like don't get me wrong i got family out here but they're older family like they're not family i'm close with like immediate where i literally spent time where i feel that comfortable so it's a different vibe so when i say a went ahead and muddled the mess of the muck. It was a hot behind mess. Let me tell you, child. So A introduces me to B. Me and B barely hang around or talk. So we have a conversation here and there. We hung out once the entire time. Mind you, I moved out here in 18. I met B in 19. Even though we had exchange information, we hung out once in 19. And then they moved this year from Charlotte. So I hung out with them once the two years that I pretty much had a knowledge of knowing them before they moved. Don't ask. Listen, that's a whole nother. I understand people have their own ways of having their friendships and their love languages, which is acceptable. But for me, I don't do the half-assed convenience type friendships and I don't give a fuck who you are or where you come from or what your entitlement you feel you have. But I'm gonna leave your ass where you have me chopped and fucked up, period. So we hung out once, then all of a sudden, miraculously, B wants to be close when they're no longer here in Charlotte, but move someplace else. Whatever, I'm here for it. You want to build, whatever. That's your business. But this energy you give on social media have the same energy in real life. Like, that's my business. That's just me. I'm a KTSE motherfucker, if y'all haven't realized. Like, the same energy you have when you be on socials, have that same energy in real life and vice versa. Like, have the same energy. Be consistent because I'm a consistent type jick. And if you're not consistent, inconsistency and capriciousness irritates my spirit like you can't be capricious and then still want to rock with me one day but don't know if you want to rock with me on the so like i don't have time for that because if you're not gonna be able to keep the consistency i'm gonna remove it i'm gonna do you a favor okay and fyi not gonna hold you there hasn't been anybody who i've removed out my life who hasn't tried to make their way back not trying to say i'm cocky but i'm a vibe and i know i'm a vibe and i know i'm a real chick and i know what i offer as a person and my loyalty and my realness and my support that you not going to sit here and try to bullshit me. I remove niggas on my life. Niggas don't remove me. And that's not me being cocky. That's me being facts. Fact check my history. Outside of childhood friends, anybody who I stopped fucking with, they've always wanted to come back to fuck with me. Exes and friendships. Let's talk real shit. I'm a vibe. It is what it is. And I'm confident. And I'm going to say it. And I don't care. Period. Nonetheless, B wanted to get cool. So A discloses to me that a, and a had an issue with B from way back before we met, like literally a decade situation that transpires back to way before I even knew A for real. So my thing is like, okay, so don't put me on if this other person. Now, mind you, people do grow and glow. That's facts. 
But if you knew there was some type of weird energy with y'all that you had with B, now mind you, B has no idea that this is the situation because B barely talks to A. That's some weird shit. So now that you're confiding in me telling me this shit, I'm taking the information because now this is the FYI. I'm taking the information and I'm keeping it stored in my schema because now I'm going to watch how they move to see if they still have the same tendencies they had when they supposedly had this discrepancy. Now, again, this is A's truth. So this is what A feels. I'm being mindful, but I'm just being consciously aware because I'm, a, again, I'm an observant person. So... B comes around, B trying to do whatever, trying to be all in my good grace, trying to be in my space. Now, B has been, was, B was loyal. B was a real, you know, was a real supportive person. It's just, I feel like B was on some bullshit and I'm glad that they're, they're labeled B, where they were trying to hide and be real, um, sneaky and be real, I guess they would say, I would say they would be embarrassed by, by what was exposed. And we're not going to get into that. But just know, B was on some bullshit. And I feel like B really was on my body. <laughs> but anyway, I feel like B liked me, guys. That's just really what I feel. Because the way B switched up, we'll get to that. <laughs> anyway, A tells me about B. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So now we're going down the line. A and I, we're hanging out. A and B, we're all hanging So A, you know, I'm talking to B on the phone. So A and B are having a conversation. Literally on the phone where A says some shit to B that I guess must have ruffled some feathers. And B started acting real weird and A took it personal. But again, A is going to take it personal because A, again, has this transpiring, lingering tension with B that B is unaware of. Because again, A introduced me to B. So it shouldn't have been no tension. It should be all vibrations. High vibrations. So they get off the phone. A is telling me shit about blase, blase, blah. How blase, B does this, this, and this. Now at this point... It's a little different because I'm like, okay, now me and B are forming a friendship. So now I have an issue because you're pretty much trying to like talk about a friend. And I am like Amanda Seals. Put me in the middle of that shit. I am the motherfucker that I don't care. Like put me in the middle because I will sit here. Whatever I say to you, I say to them. Whatever I said to them, I said to you. And nine times out of ten, if it's a situation where it involves me and it's being on some bullshit, let's have a, a Ponderosa on my Jackie Christie. Let's have a Ponderosa. Three-way me in. Let's sit this down. Let's have let's let's talk about it. And mind you, let's let me let me backtrack even further. A had a situation with one of A's um LSs that slandered and defamated my character. And I had all the receipts, baby, the receipts, down to voice messages, down to text screenshots. Try to get the person on the phone. They didn't want to be on the phone, but all of a sudden, my name getting slugged through the mud, and A is still rocking with them. Hence why right now, I can't rock with A. I don't really even care because A be talking A be talking some wild stuff and still be around this person. And I'm like, yo, you're fake, and I don't do fake people, so I'm just going to disassociate myself with you because that's not how I operate. Like, if you're not going to be real all the way around and keep the same energy that I'm keeping and keep it all the way 100, then I can't rock with you because you're fake. Which brings me back to B because you're talking all this shit about B, but you're not telling B to them. So I'm like, you going to have a conversation with B? They're like, no. I said, well, you can have a conversation with B else. I'm going to have a conversation because this is to the point where it's awkward for me being friends with you, A, because you're making it a us problem when it's a you problem and you have your own shit that you have your own gripes with this person. And now I feel like you're trying to push it upon me to force me to have that kind of situation, but still be around them. So it is like all this other stuff. So mind you, not only does A have confrontation with B, A brings C into this. Now C is a mutual party that knows all three of us. C knows A, B, and me. Okay. C knows A, B, and me very well because C communicates to A, B, and me very well. 
So C is in this conversation now and C is listening and retaining this information, but C is a non-confrontational person. So they don't really, you know what I'm saying? They're like a vote. You tell them something, they keep it to themselves, which I respect, but I don't like the phony shit. Like if you cool with me, speak up. Or if you know something, tell them to speak up or encourage the person to speak to me about it. Because if that, you just as bad as them. If you're not doing it, you know what I'm, I'm not trying to make them have them uncomfortable conversations because relationships and friendships only grow when you have those uncomfortable conversations. So C and now A is talking to A, um, A and I and A is just going in on C. I mean, A is going in on B to C. Now, again, I don't know the discrepancy, not my business, but not only does A bring in C, A brings in D. D is another person that's cool with a, B, and C, but I'm not familiar with. So now it's like you're telling my business to somebody I don't really fucking know, who really barely fucking knows me, where you're disclosing intel that I'm telling you in conversations that are pretty much confidential, that C knows because C is in a mutual party and C knows knows B, but B and I have yet to have that conversation because B is just so fatuated with life because they just never have time and so busy. Don't Now I'm going to tell y'all, I try to make conversation with B to tell her up front, I did on several occasions. B was always so busy, so we've never we never had that conversation. So at that point, it's not on me. That's on B. But I feel like B was always running away from the conversation, real talk, because it was gonna be an uncomfortable one she wasn't ready to have. So A pretty much is like trying to find out B's business and trying to out B. So A brings in D, and D knows more about B because D and B have had that awkward conversation that I never got a, a chance to have. So now A is trying to get D and prying me to get information from me, which is like, if you don't like this person and it's a problem, don't have me try to be your fucking, your, your rat and your fucking informant. Like, that's not how this works. So I just feel like it, that's messy as fuck. So you're going to, so now C, D, and me know that you have an issue with B, but B don't know you got an issue with them. Mm? That's so dumb because now I do not just I know. But there's like two other parties that know and B don't even know. So this is weird. So now it's like, okay, this is getting out of hand because now A started getting jealous. A started making slick remarks. A's feeling like they got to comment on everything. I don't like that type shit. Like my thing is you can be around people. Like I know there's several people that hang around people I particularly do not care for. And I just down at flat ass don't like. And I have my reasons. Like I'm one of the people, if I don't like you, I'll give you a reason why I don't like you. And I'll tell you why I don't like you. And what's the reason I don't like you. And when something happened for me to not like you and things that when this whole thing shifted for me to no longer like you and let me tell y'all something this scorpio moon is really real when i don't like you that's it the virgo moon that's it the leo rising that's it that is earth water and fire pretty much at that point leo is a lion where they're very fire they're very stern that's it that's all scorpios have stingers you come at it i'm sending you with poisonous venom and i'm coming to you that's my water and then my earth sign is my my virgo which is pretty much a human which means i'm literally a whole combustion of mean what you say, say what you mean. And when I'm off you, I'm off you. And that, ver and that Scorpio moon makes it real hard for you to try to come back. Because I'm very particular. Like, I won't hold a grudge, but I won't forget. I'll forgive you, but I won't forget. And I'll deal with you accordingly in a way that you'll feel like, well, why are you not that open to me? Because you don't get a second chance to burn me twice. Okay? I watch you. I'm watching. I am watching. So... 
I just don't like that shit. So I, I was good off it. And I don't like that type of energy because that means you like mess, muddle, and muck. And I don't like muck. Like, I don't like drama because the hence why I have uncomfortable conversations and confront people and call them on their shit is so I don't have to worry about the he say, she say, or hearing it from another party and they never get back to me from the person directly. So I had a conversation with B because me and A had a conversation. I told her, I was like, yo, you want some wild shit? B ain't done nothing to me. I understand how you feel, but you need to have the conversation with them. And it's been months now. And I'm just talk to B on my own time. So I told B how like B had must have asked me about A. And I was like, yeah, that's a conversation we're not going to have right now. Because it's a space where I'm not really feeling A because I don't like drama. And I don't like your name being constantly being put up. Yes, I'm that friend. I will say it to your face because at this point, if somebody feels comfortable enough to say it around me and I don't check them, they'll never know that, that we're really friends if I'm not checking them, telling them like, yo, you either tell this person and I'm going to check you, stop talking to them about me. Then how how real are you? So I'm like, yo, I'm tired of talking about you because honestly, and I didn't mind you, I didn't bring it up. B brought it up. I'm like, I'm tired of talking about you. In a way, clearly there's something that transpired years ago that they have, you know, some type of angst that y'all need to discuss. And hopefully they come to you to discuss it. So now B is like, well, what are they saying? I'm like, I'm not repeating what they're saying. But all I'm going to say is y'all need to have a conversation because at this point, it's becoming an us problem. And the us problem isn't a me problem because a real fact, they have that issue with you that I don't know nothing about because I don't know how y'all relationship was prior to you meeting me. But you've been loyal to me and I can't speak on it being a, a problem for me on, you know, what she's speaking on. But y'all definitely need to talk. So that's now we kind of talked about the awkward conversation where I was trying to be brought up where it was my part to speak on. But it got weird because it was me and so with A and it kind of was like weird because B brought it up. But I don't know why B would bring it up when B has literally made it not clear whatsoever that that was something that needed to be discussed. So it's like, okay, whatever. But it was like ever since that conversation when I discussed with them that I was kind of like taking a break from A. Because it's not the first time, like I said with y'all, I've had this instance with A where it's always a, a muddle of, of bullshit. So I'm like, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm good off A because I don't want to parse you because there's constantly my name is in some shit with confrontation. And I'm not even physically around you. Like, I, the people you hang around clearly like to be caught in bullshit. And that's not me, bro. I don't do that type stuff. Like, I'm a low-key, like I said, if I'm a homebody, y'all know I'm a low-key vibe. Like, I'm to myself. So, don't bring that shit over here. Nonetheless, we in our 30s. We too fucking old for that shit. Like, come the fuck on. Like, let's let's cut it out. So, B ends up having a conversation. Ever since that day, me and B had a conversation. It was weird. I want y'all to know A has, I haven't spoken to A in months, probably never will speak to A and don't really give a damn if I do speak to A because A is not my type of people. You brought too much confrontation and bullshit around me. I don't have time for It's too much fake energy that you give because you're not real and you like toxicity. I don't like people who like toxic shit. Like, you know, you're toxic. You think that shit is cute. That's not what's up, my guy. Like, keep that over there. Do you, as I say, do you away from me, period. Because when you do you near me and I told you to be away from me, it's definitely going to have a problem, period. So B's one was weird, and when my birthday came around, B hit me up on my birthday, and to me, it was like, you're being real awkward and real funny, and your energy's off. I'm not rocking with it. And that part of that awkward conversation just showed to me, like, yo, you're on some bullshit, too. So now, when A was telling me shit, now what A's telling me is coming into play, because now you're being, you're being, you being weird to me? Weird to me? You being weird with me, and I ain't done shit to you. So now it's like, yeah, I ain't with the shits. I, I don't like this shit. I ain't here for this shit. I don't do the goofy shit. I don't do the goofy energy. I don't do I do not do that wacky shit. So now I'm seeing what A was telling me prior, but it didn't apply because then a you problem wasn't an us problem. Now it's now an us problem because the same shit you did to A is what you're doing to me, and I don't like that shit. 
I'm not here for that shit. Especially when I've been a straight shooter and you trying to act weird with me or all people when you want to have that energy because that's supposedly somebody I'm close with. You need to have that conversation with them. I'm not them. So you're not making it a us problem because you're acting weird because of them. And then you're acting weird towards me because, again, it's them that put out your business. Don't make a you problem a us problem because now it is a us problem. And I'm pretty sure nine times out of ten when I see this hoe, if I ever do see her again. Because me and B don't even run the same circles because B is an attention seeker. B likes to be in niggas' faces, and B is a thirst bucket. She's a thirst McGurst. Not my scene, not my people. So, honestly, if C wasn't, B wasn't in Charlotte, I probably wouldn't hang out with them. I, as you can see, I never really hung out with them when they were in Charlotte. But I don't feel like we would ever cross paths because B's circle and my circle are two different vibes of circles, two different kinds of people. And real, real talk, the group of people B hangs around are people that I would say there's one thing in that bonds them, but that's all they use as a way to be a gateway for their, I guess, being their visibility. I.e. me, I don't use it because I don't need to. Everybody know who I am, but I'm always going to be me before that comes into play. If you understood I'm me talking in code, then you know. If you don't, then it's not meant for you to understand. <laughs> Let it go over your head. But what I'm just saying is, like, don't make a you problem a us problem because my thing is you should be able to stand 10 toes. You should not need a group of people to not like you. Like, when people say, oh, they don't like me, okay, I haven't heard it verbally off somebody's mouth. I mean, the message has been relayed. But nine times of the 10 has been relayed from somebody who actually knows me. I'm like, yeah, okay, I don't give a fuck. Like, that's a message you could have kept with the carrier pigeon. Like, that shit float because it's not fucking up my wave. I'm still going to be riding out. Just because their tide is low doesn't mean my wave won't be high. So that's their business. Because nine times out of ten when people say they don't like me, it's because you don't like my, one, how much people fuck with me. Two, how high my energy is and how I can attract anybody, period, to want to know me. And three, how I can walk in a room and pretty much take all the attention off of you because my aura within itself demands attention. Period. So you don't like me is probably because of something somebody else said, but because you're making their problem a you problem. Or because me and that person had an indication where it's an issue with them, where now you're carrying it over to you. That's your business. Because I don't care. Y'all, look, y'all not fucking feeding or financing me. So by all means, handle yours. If that's an issue, that's a one-sided beef, baby. Because over here, we try to stay off the red meat. Okay? So, like, I don't really be caring because they don't know me personally. And when people know me, even though I have RBF... You get to know me. I'm the most sweetest person ever. I'm the most giving and caring person ever. I am the most compassionate. I'm pretty much a softie. But you, I have to really, really trust you and rock with you for you to see that side. I don't give my vulnerable side just to anybody. I legit have to give time to see where you're at. Because some people really will come in and just infiltrate to get in your business to use that shit against you. And kind of literally try to disturb your peace. Real shit. So I'm just mindful because I have such a big heart. It, everybody doesn't deserve it. So needless to say, I don't do a you problem is a us problem because you can never make it a us problem for me. Now, again, I, like I said, I'm that friend. You interject me and throw me into the mix. Three, three-way me on a phone call because nine times out of ten, I got receipts. Nine times out of ten, I have supporting evidence. Nine times out of ten, I have a supporting factor. Um, uh, so there's that. Um, so you problem isn't an us problem. I'm just very big on bullying. Um, there was a you problem became an us problem where literally I'm not going to talk about it because it's still in, in a, <laughs> a situation, but don't bully nobody. I, I care about our love in front of me because I'm violating you. And that's exactly what happened. Literally violated Shodi.
It is what it is. That's an, that's the only time I make you problems, us problems. Do some shit in front of me and I witness it and then you lie about it. It's an us problem. Do something in front of me where somebody is defenseless and you're trying to jump on them and fucking fight them and you're a man and you're a woman and they're literally half your size. It's an us problem because me and you can see eye to eye. I'd rather you come at me than come at them. Do something where you're lying on my name, defamating my character, saying I said one thing when I never did and I have voice messages recorded. Yes, I'm that bitch. Screen record. Recorded to say otherwise. That's when it's the us problem. You promise when you dig your own shit and you think I'm about to bail you out of it, i.e. what X used to do. Stop digging yourself into holes you know you can't get yourself the fuck out of. One, you know you can't fight. Two, you know you, you don't have that many connections where a lot of people really fuck with you because niggas know your history you're not being a loyal motherfucker. Third of all, you're not even built like that. So I'm mainly your, your brain. I'm really your muscle. I'm really the one that niggas respect and really have common conversations with where they, there's a level where we can be on some uh, amicable type vibes. So I've been your buffer and your saving grace. Stop putting me in the shit that I don't got to be in because you keep being negligent and you put yourself in situations because you know my instinct is to protect. So be mindful because you problems can be us problems really quickly if you have the wrong people around you to try to engage you to make you think otherwise. Okay. J. Cole said it best. What you eat don't make me shit. Who you fuck don't make me come. Period. So, you know, to me, I feel like you problem is a us problem is literally like forbidden fruit. You know, like I said with J. Cole. No, seriously, y'all got to know the people y'all keep around and the mess they like to be in. And like, look at look at the collective of who they're around and what they do and what they talk about. If they're always talking about people and shit. Be mindful. They're trying to talk about goals and elevation. It's a different vibe. As I always say on air, let's keep it real. And I always remind y'all, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. Catch y'all later. And if so, you gotta expect to sip juice from the forbidden fruit and get loose. Cold is the king, most definite. My little black book thicker than the Old Testament. Niggas pay for hair, but the pussy so separate. Same bitch giving brains to the minister. The same reason they call Mr. C the finisher. Forbidden fruit, watch for the Adam's apple. Slick with words, don't hate me, son. What you eat don't make me shit, and who you fuck don't make me come. Put a price on my head, won't make me run. Try to kill me, but it can't be done. Cause my words gonna live forever. You put two and two together, cold here forever. Me and my bitch took a little trip down to the garden. Took a little dip, oh no. Apple juice falling from my lips. Took a little sip on bitches coming, go. You know that money coming, go. You know that love coming, go. Don't shit there, bitches coming, go. You know that money coming, go. You know that love coming, go. Don't shit. Take a seat, baby.